Good morning. Good morning and welcome to the morning prayer line. We're blessed that you chose to get up so early in the morning and be a part uh, in our time that we have with the Lord this morning. You know, we serve an awesome God who deserves our praise and our adoration. I love the Psalms because they teach us and they show us how and why we should worship the Lord our God. Um, Throughout Psalms 107, the verses say, So lift your hands and give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and for his miracles of mercy for those he loves. Bring your praise as an offering and your thanks as a sacrifice. And further on, it says, Let's exalt him on high and lift up our praises in public. Let all the people and the leaders of the nation know how great and wonderful is Yahweh our God. This is what we're doing by rising early before the dawn of a new day to give him the first fruits from our lips and to align this day with heaven. Amen. Amen. So let me introduce the team for this morning. My name is Heather Dawson, and I'll be facilitating. And with me also is Minister Helena Marty. She is going to share and pray for the requests that uh, have come to us. So good morning, uh, Minister Helena. How are you? Good morning, Mother. I am doing very well by his grace. Thank you. Yes, and by his grace. Amen. It's good to hear you this morning. And we also have Bishop, and he's going to bring the devotion for this morning. Yesterday, if you were at church or if you live-streamed our service from New Destiny Church, Bishop spoke a message based on Hebrews 10, verses 14 through 18, concerning what is our sacrifice. So, you know, I know this morning the Lord has more for us. So I'm going to pray before Bishop comes and ask the Lord to just anoint our time together. Father, thank you for this new day, and thank you that we sit in a house where the truth of the gospel is taught. We thank you for Bishop and Pastor Adrian. May they continue in your way as They give themselves unto you for wisdom and adoration and direction. In these next few minutes, may the Holy Spirit have his way. I pray in Jesus' name. So good morning, Bishop. How are you and Pastor Adrian this morning as I turn it over to you? Good morning, Elder. Good morning, Minister Helena, and um, good morning to everyone that's on the line this morning. Um, we're doing good. We're doing real good this morning. We thank God for his um, loving kindness, his grace, his mercy towards us. Um, the Lord is so good. You know, the Lord is so good. You know, uh, I, I've, um, you know, of course, I get up uh, probably about 4.30 to really make sure I'm prepared for the call and just really spend time with the Lord and and just praying about what the Lord will have me say. You know, uh, 
I think where we are is very important that we really listen to the heart of God as God speaks through, you know, his servants. And, you know, waking up this this time of the morning, whether you're doing devotion, whether you're the person doing the prayer, you're the person hosting, or you're just the person on the prayer line really enjoying the prayer line and, and, and praying and all those things. So whatever part you're playing, it is a sacrifice to do it. You know, and that's something we have to understand. Um, and we do it, you know, because we, we were doing this before the pandemic, but I think during the pandemic we really, uh, it increased and it has intensified because of the necessity of people need, needing to be touched by God. And so uh, it, it's just wonderful. It's, it's really wonderful to see what God is doing. And let me say this before I get going. Thank you. Thank uh, whatever part you play, whether you you do devotions, you, uh, you pray, you host, you're the person that, that are listening and enjoying um, what we do. I just want to say thank you, Pastor Adrian, I want to say thank you for really being a part and connecting with us because I think we're, where it is, it is so desperately needed as we understand and try to understand what God is saying and what God is doing right now. And so I may swing this a little bit different this morning, and you'll see what I mean in just a moment. And I'm going to start reading from Hebrews 10. I want to start reading Hebrews 10. I'm going to start reading at verse 8 because there's something I want to show you that um, that I think is absolutely um, important. Man, and every time I read this, it just shows me more and more and more. Uh, let's 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 try it there. Verse eight: Previously, things um, sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offerings for sin, you did not desire or had pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Then he said, "Behold, I have come to do your will, O God." He takes away the first that he may establish the second. By that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Verse 11. And every high priest standing ministering daily, offering repeatedly the same sacrifice which can never take away sins. But this man after he had offered one sacrifice for sin forever set down at the right hand of God. From that time, waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. For by one offering, he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. But the Holy Spirit also witnessing, witnesses to us, for after he had said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their heart, into their hearts, and in their minds I will write them. Then he adds, their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. 
nor where there is remission of, of these of these, there is no longer an offering for sin. Now, he says after he does these things, what things? After he provides for us a perfect sacrifice that will sanctify you. In other words, a perfect sacrifice perfects you. It cleanses you. So that now, listen to this, we have access like the priests back into the presence of God. Remember yesterday, if you were if you were with us yesterday, I talked about the ceremony that the priest had to go through for atonement. Once a, the priest made atonement for himself, it was like a sanctification, a purifying with the blood so that he can go into the presence of God. You have to understand what Jesus has done has sanctified us. It has cleansed us so that we can go into the presence of God. But notice he says, after we are sanctified, that's what verse 14 says. He says, for by one offering he has perfected forever, perfected forever, those who are being sanctified. But the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us for after he has said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws in, into their hearts, and in their minds I will write them. So after, what, ha what happens here is after sanctification through a perfect sacrifice, Jesus is the perfect sacrifice, that perfect sacrifice perfected you. you got to get that. It perfected you. It sanctified you, it purified you, so that now you can go behind the veil. You don't need a priest to go behind the veil for you. You can go behind the veil into the very presence of God, the throne room of God, the courts of heaven now, and speak to God on your own behalf. And here's what he says here. Here's what he says, because I really believe this is what God is really saying to us. He says, I will reestablish a new and better covenant with them. This is the covenant that I will make with them. See, this word covenant is a word we don't hear very much anymore, but I believe it is so vitally important, so vitally important, because once covenant is established, covenant is never to be broken. So he says, I'm going to reestablish. I'm going to make a better covenant. I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to deal with this from Jeremiah. So you get ready. Remember, I talked about yesterday. Get your Bibles out. So get your Bibles out. I hope you got your Bibles. Y'all got you all got your Bibles. Okay. I guess so many, I guess so many Bibles. I don't know if I can count how many Bibles I have. But but uh, from from here, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take you over to Jeremiah. Uh, we're gonna go to Jeremiah 31. So get ready. And get ready to turn your pages in a minute. If you have that little ribbon, you go ahead and tag that little ribbon over to Jeremiah 31 because that's where I'm going. Because, see, now I'm, I'm swinging this over to covenant, over to covenant, because I'm trying to help us understand how do we every day um, honor, oh, my God, 
I'm going to have to deal with this. How do we honor God through sacrifice? The sacrifice of honor, which I did not talk about yesterday, which I may talk about next week. The sacrifice of honor is through the covenant. It's through understanding the power of the new covenant that we have. I remember years ago, years ago, we were back at Martinez, I taught on every covenant in the Bible. I don't, I don't know, maybe that teaching is coming back again that we probably need to go back and, and reteach that because we've got to understand that we are covenant people because we have a covenant-keeping God. Covenant is very important when it comes to God. And so let's go over here to Jeremiah 31. Let's start reading at verse 31. He says, Behold, the days are coming, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Jacob. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day I, that I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, saith the Lord. Let me stop right there. He says, I, I made a covenant with them. But I, they broke the covenant, although I was married to them. Now, that's powerful. God loves us so much. He loves us so much that God himself, <clears throat> excuse me, while they were in the wilderness, if you will, God himself loved his people, loved us so much or at this particular time, them, he was willing to get in a box. And that's what I talked about yesterday, the Ark of the Covenant. David calls it the mercy seat. And that's how dear he wanted to be to the people and how much he loved the people, that he was willing to get in the box and be married to them as a husband. But he said, yet and still, although I was married to you, you still broke my covenant. He says, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. Now he's making mention of a new covenant, and he's speaking towards us. Not the saints of old, but us today. So I'm in verse 33 now. But this is the covenant that I will make with, with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts. See, it reads like Hebrews again. He's going to put his laws... In our heart. In other words, the law is not going to be written on tablets. It's not going to be written on tablets. I will put my laws in their hearts and minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people, and no more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his his brothers saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them, saith the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin, I will remember no more. Powerful. So, he, God says, I'm going to put my laws in their hearts, and I'm going to put my laws in their minds. Talking about the word of God. And so as now the word of God has, is being established or set up residence in our, watch this, the heart, our believing, in our
our minds, our thoughts, our meditation. You see that? Our meditation and our believing. Watch this. God doesn't desire the aroma from bullocks, that flesh, because it sends up an aroma. When they would put him on the burnt offering, he desires the burning of our heart, that our hearts would begin to burn for him, that our meditation will be concerning him. Watch what Joshua says. Joshua comes out of the old, and really Joshua represents a new generation, although it's still the Old Testament. Remember, everything in the Old Testament is a shadow. It's a preview. Uh, I think that's what one translation says. I think that's the Passion Translation tells us. It's a preview, or the New Living Translation, one of them. So it's a preview of that which is to come. That's what, um, yeah, the New Living Translation says it that way. It's a preview, or or we're used to the word. If you're if you're mature as a believer, we're used to the word shadow and type. It's a shadow and type of that which is to come. So Joshua really represents kind of the New Testament saint coming out of the old Moses, and Joshua represents the new. Now remember Joshua one and eight. He says, "This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night." that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you would make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. See, he's dealing with the law, the law not being on tablets, but the law being in our mind and also in our hearts. And that helps us keep the covenant with a covenant-keeping God. When you do that, you're sacrificing. It's a sacrifice now of the heart and a sacrifice of the mind. That we're right with God. And I believe, church, where we are today, it is so important that we understand that God desires still today sacrifices. Today, will your heart burn for him? Will your heart burn for him? Will we worship God? We worshiped God before we got into this, this, this prayer call. We were worshiping the Lord. And so, Father, this morning we boldly come before your throne of grace. And we thank you, Father God, that it was through your son's sacrifice that you have given us access to come behind the veil. And Father, we come behind the veil this morning. We come into your throne room, into the courts, to declare you are a holy God, to declare your name. You are almighty, all-powerful. You are the Most High God. We honor you today. And Father, I pray today and yesterday, the things that you've laid upon my heart is causing every person under the sound of my voice 
to realign ourselves with you to help us do better in serving you and honoring you and presenting our sacrifices to you. Father, as we come before your throne, we sacrifice ourselves. Speak to our hearts. Tell us what you desire of us. And that and that alone will be what we give you. We declare it and decree it. It is so in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Some more wonderful, wonderful revelation and teaching. Thank you, Bishop, for that this morning. That was a great word, a great word. I love this. I love this teaching, and I believe that the rest of you on the line, all of you on the line, that you are saying, praise the Lord, Father, just uh, receive our sacrifice, and that sacrifice is ourselves. Total sacrifice. God still desires sacrifices. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm going to ask uh, Minister Helena if she'll come at this time and if she will share the requests that have been sent in. And as she prays, that we're going to come in agreement with her as she does. So, all right, Minister Helena, we're going to turn it over to you at this moment. All right. Thank you, Mother. Wow. What a devotion. Thank you so much, Bishop. Yes, yes, yes. Perfect sacrifice that gives us access behind the veil. Oh, thank you. All right, we have a few prayers. Uh, we have one request from Sharon uh, Montgomery asking all of us to come into agreement with Sister Pamela and uh, for her to have total restoration. She has had three strokes and had been hospitalized for the last two months. She's a single mom and has children, and so she wanted us to pray for strength for her and also for her children. And then another request uh, for Sister Rosetta Bolden from Atlanta. She's asking for prayers for healing from COVID. So, Father God, we thank you. We thank you for giving us a privilege. We thank you for sacrificing for us, the perfect sacrifice, for us to come boldly to the throne of grace. Who are we? How can we even go through any veil without that precious blood? And so we give you glory and we thank you so much for giving us that privilege. We magnify your mighty name, Father God. Yes, we magnify your name above all names above any sickness, above any diseases, above any situation, above any disturbances, we magnify you. And so this morning we join our faith with Sister Pamela. We join our healing faith with Sister Rosetta. For you said in James 5.13, you said, a prayer offered in faith makes a sick person well. Pamela is in agreement with what has been already written in Jeremiah 17, 14. God, pick up the pieces, put it back together again. You are her praise. And so, Father God, we thank you for putting all of them back together as whole. Jeremiah 13, 17 says, for you will restore health. 
to, for them and heal Pamela and Rosetta of their wounds. Thank you for honoring your word. As we all know, Numbers 23, 19 said that you are not a man that will lie. If you said something, you will do it. As long as we believe it, it's already certain. And so we thank you for their healing. The other prayer request came from Pauletta Terry. She's asking prayers for her children, her grandchildren. She wanted to build her relationship with her family. She wanted them to be strong and closer. And also she's asking for financial stability. So dear Lord, we thank you for being a good God. Pauletta is seeking for family unity. She's relying on you and your peace, that peace that surpasses all human understanding to reign over the relationship among her and her family members, Father God. It is your peace that joins family members together. And so she's seeking for that right now. Bring them together that they may stand for each other in better or for worse, Father God. Let your Holy Spirit minister to them the way that you will live in peace and in harmony. She's also asking for financial stability. Father God, as you've already told us, and so we are standing on that word that may, may she give freely so that as you open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings over her, Father God, as she gives tithes and as she gives offerings and as she sacrifices into the kingdom, may she get the same reward back in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for rebuking any devourer for her sake. May double blessings be her portion in the name of Jesus. And may all nations call her blessed because the blessings that you will pour upon her, she will be able to give it out to others. She will be a conduit for more blessings. And I pray that each and every person that is on this line, each and every person that is on this line for this season, Father God, as they give into your kingdom, as they give freely into your kingdom, may blessings, double portions, abundance, may it flow through them. Thank you so much for calling us to be a conduit. Blessings will flow through us and to others in this community. We thank you, Father God. You are a good God and you always listen to your children. And you always do as we ask because we believe in you and because we stand on your word. Glory be to your mighty name. Ah, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Yes, we just believe together for these requests that have come in that God has answered those prayers. And we're going to hear good praise reports come back to us healing and restoration and financial burdens lifted. And we just praise God that we can come behind the veil, hallelujah, and present our needs before the Father, hallelujah. Anyway, we do praise the Lord, you know, we do praise the Lord. We give him honor, we give him glory. I'm going to go back to Bishop to see if he has any further uh, thoughts for this morning as we are coming to a close on our prayer line this morning. Bishop? Thank you so much, Mother, and thank you, Minister Helena, for um, praying for 
our beloved brothers and sisters, is, that's so powerful. And um, we just agree with every prayer that has been lifted up. You know, as we get ready to wind down this morning, or are we winding down or winding up? I mean, we're getting ready to start today. This is how you started, I guess. So um, don't take for granted the access you have been permitted that God has given us through his sacrifice. You know, as as Jesus said, you know what he he had given me a body to um, sacrifice. As a matter of fact, the scripture says, uh, "Sacrifice an offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me." So he prepared him really to be sacrificed, and I love it because Jesus said he comes in the volume of the book. That's um, Hebrews ten seven, but I want to read 19 through 22 to you. Listen to this. And I'm going to read this from the Passion Bible. And now we are brothers and sisters in God's family because of the blood of Jesus. And he welcomes us to come into the most holy sanctuary in the heavenly realm, boldly and without hesitation. For he has dedicated a new life-giving way for us to approach God. For just as the veil was torn in two, Jesus' body was torn open to give us free and fresh access to him. And since we now have a magnificent high priest to welcome us into God's house, we come close, closer to God and approach him with an open heart, fully convinced that nothing will keep us at a distance from him. For our hearts have been sprinkled with blood to remove impurities, and we have been freed from, from an accusing conscience and now we are clean, unstained, and presentable to God inside and out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My Lord Jesus, I pray you all get this. Now, here it is. If we go back to the old, let me go to the old, and then I'll come to the new. Old, old, old Testament, in the days of old, remember, it takes a high priest to sanctify, actually a high priest to sacrifice the goat, the ram, whatever they sacrifice, the lamb. You had to be a high priest to make that sacrifice. You had to have be a high priest to go in there and smear that blood on the horns of the altar and sprinkle that blood upon the mercy seat. Now, you got to see this. He takes that body, which he said, you prepared a body for me to do this. He takes that body, tears that body in two. Now watch this. Jesus operates as two in one. He's high priest 
Because you got to be a high priest to perform the ceremony. You can't perform the ceremony if you're not a high priest. So Jesus become high priest, but he's also the slain lamb. So he's the high priest to go and present the blood, but it's his blood that he's putting on the horn of the altar and sprinkling on the mercy seat for earth. Oh, my God. For the remission of our sin. So that now we can approach a holy God without an accusing conscience. We're clean, we're unstained, and we're presentable to God. I don't care what the enemy has ever said to you. Don't you ever let the enemy lie to you no more. As long as you repent it before God, you are right with God. We have access behind the veil to the very throne of God. We're now, watch this, now we can make sacrifices. We can present sacrifices ourselves on our behalf, on the behalf of our family members, on the behalf of various situations that God would put up on our heart. This pleases God. This pleases God. Wow. So thank you this morning. I pray to God today that you continue to give him a sacrifice of praise. Give him your heart, your mind, and every part of you. Give him your life. And you watch what God begin to do in your life. Pastor Adrian, I would love you. I'm out of time. I hate it because I can I can go on right now. But I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna cool out. Okay, mother, come and take the line. <laughs> you know what? I think everybody on the line is saying, "Keep on, keep on, keep going, Bishop," because this is rich. This is good. This is something that we need to. This is something that we need to learn. Um, and and you know, it's not taught enough. So we're grateful to the Lord that God is leading you in this direction. And you said something a moment ago about don't take for granted. Don't take for granted our access that we can go behind the veil because Jesus has become our high priest. So now we can go and we can make sacrifices. And that should be first and foremost ourselves. So we have had a rich morning, have we not? I know that you've been blessed, and I know that you will think about what you heard this morning, and I would suggest to each of you that you go back into those scriptures that were used this morning and just meditate on those verses. Meditate on them. And let the Holy Spirit just reveal even the greater of it all. So we're just grateful to God for this morning. Can I say can I, Yes, you can. Always. Yes. Now, I don't know if y'all see this. There's a lot of blood being thrown around. <laughs> There's a lot of blood being thrown around here. So you you start thinking about that that ceremony that the priest performed, 
how many animals are involved, what he's wearing. He's wearing white. So that white is turning to what they call the, the color that I wear. They call it the bishop's purple because that's the color that the white garment turns when you throw red blood up against it. You know, it's not that great purple. It's, it's, it's a different color. They call it the bishop's purple. And that's why they call it that because that's the color that that garment turns after it's been handling so much blood. But there's a lot of blood being thrown around here. And a lot of blood being sprinkled. And so God says that that for the sin, for sin to be going to remission, I need you to now sacrifice blood. What's the big deal with all this blood? Because watch this. you got to catch it. There's no life apart from the blood. Mm-hmm. No life. So the life that you now have to enjoy is because of the blood. It's because of the blood. And that's what the scripture says. And now we are brothers and sisters in God's family because of the blood of Jesus. We have, he welcomes us to come into the most holy sanctuary in the heavenly realm. That blood gave you access into the sanctuary, and I'm going to say this, into the courts of heaven. See that? That blood. I'm telling you, it's something here that I don't think that we quite understand, but let me tell you something. I'm going to get this revelation. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. And you know what? We're going to start sprinkling the blood again on everything. You sprinkle that blood. You declare the blood. And, and you you watch what's ha- what begins to happen. He says, then he tells us, for our hearts have been sprinkled with blood to remove impurity. It cleanses the conscience. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. All right. All right. Bye, y'all. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. Praise the Lord. I guess uh, we were pulling on you, and uh, you came forth with some more revelation. Said so we have been blessed this morning, have we not? Hallelujah. The Word tells us that God satisfies the souls of thirsty ones. He satisfies the souls of thirsty ones. So let me ask you, did you drink this morning? Did you drink? And he fills the hungry with all that is good. Did you eat this morning? He has set us free. He has set us free to be his very own. And to think that we have direct access into the throne room into the very throne room of God, we can come before him in the court of heaven. Actually, it's courts. There's more than one court. Hallelujah. And I know that Bishop's going to bring teaching on that, and I look forward, forward to that. So we thank you, Father God. You tell us to be silent and to stop our striving 
and that we will see that you are God. You will be exalted above all the nations and you will be exalted throughout the whole earth. So this morning, Father, we offer, we offer a sacrifice of ourselves. We offer our entire unto you. May you be glorified and may you be lifted up and may all men be drawn unto our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for this morning, Lord. Thank you for the word that has come forth. Renew us and refresh us. Keep us. No matter where we go today, the blood, the blood is upon us, and the blood will protect us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a sweet time we've had this morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you. I'm going to ask Sister Kathy to open the line, and we're going to worship together for a few moments. And I would ask that you would pray in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, because it's the most perfect prayer. There's a real sense of peace. I hope you feel it where you are at this moment. Sister Kathy, open the line, please. <laughs> 